0: everyone be able to learn together. The Pesach uh, tells us this coming week's parasha, <laughs> that one is not allowed uh, to, uh, supposed to place a stumbling block in front of someone who is blind. However, Chazal interpreted this pasuk somewhat metaphorically, and, and not literally, that it's uh, referring uh, to the prohibition, that one is not allowed to enable or facilitate someone else in the performance of an Avera. As the Gemara tells us over here, it's also the one is not allowed to hand a cup of wine to a Nazir or Abram and Achai uh, to a Ben noyach and one is not. And these are extreme cases, but one is not allowed to assist anybody, uh, uh, enable or facilitate anybody in the performance of an avera, and that's included under the Issa of uh, Lifnei Yeva However, this could be interpreted in one of two ways. The Gemara tells us over here, Masechta Sanhedrin, Eis Beis. Uh, commenting on the is that one is obligated to give up his life under certain circumstances rather than violate one of the isurim in the Torah. So as we know, even if one is in private, he's obligated to give up his life rather than violate Gilearayas, the. Dezara, Shvichas domin. However, that's only if it's in private. If it's in public, bifarhesia in front of ten Jews, one is obligated to give up his life rather than violate any one of the Isuram in the Torah. So the Gemara asks, how then was Esther able to be with Ahasverosh? It was B'far there weren't ten Jews uh, in the room, presumably, but uh, they would hear about it. So Abaye responds, Esther Karka alumhaisa. Esther or woman in these kinds of situations are passive, and therefore she wasn't obligated to give up her life. Rava Omar, Rava gives a different uh, answer. Hanos Osman shiny. Whenever the uh, person is forcing uh, someone else to do an avera, not out of uh, religious motivation, but rather because they'll derive some sort of uh, physical benefit from it, so then, that's an entirely different situation, and one is not obligated to give up his life for one of these surim in the Torah, even though it is bifarhesia. Typically, you would be obligated, but if it's asma, not religiously motivated, because of personal benefit, then you're not obligated to give up your life. So the Gemara brings a support for this. If you're not going to say this at the end of the first line, I know based. How can we give kalim? Uh, to those who worship Avodah Zarah, that they'll use these utensils to worship Avodah Zarah. Now, presumably, they were under—you know—if they wouldn't give them the utensils, their their lives would be in danger. So they were obligated to give them the utensils, the Avodah Zarah, because otherwise their lives uh, would be threatened. Uh, but nonetheless, we did so. We gave the kelim to those uh, people who were going to then worship Avodah Zarah. How was that allowed? No, it's They're not uh, asking us to do this uh, because of some sort of religious persecution or religious motivation. Uh, you know, to make us violate our uh, prohibitions. But rather because of their own benefit. So whenever they're doing it for their own benefit, then one is not obligated to give up his life rather than violate, the, you know, any one of these surim uh, in the Torah, even though it is bifarhesi in front of ten Jews. So the Balamor uh, comments on that Gimar. You see from here that even with regards to the gemara averes the Zara, or giviyarayas, uh, if it's lahanos uh, Atzman, if it's uh, for their own benefit then one is not obligated to give up his life in, in private. Not only does this relate to the rule that one has to give up his life for any one of these surim in the tariff is performed before Hesia in front of 10 Jews, but even uh, the Gimbala Be'er Sachamurois, if it's Lahanos Atman it should be allowed. That's uh, what the Balamoris. The Ramban disagrees and he says, no, the Kaki, the Dimunaiki, the Ke'um that they gave to the Oiv De'er they weren't performing over the themselves. What were they doing? They were Oiv and Iver. I gave them kalim, which enabled them, facilitated their uh, worship of their Rabbi the zarah, but not. And so that's mutter. It's mutter to violate if Neiva, If my uh, life is in danger, uh, even if it's in front of ten Jews, but um, it's lahanos asman. They're doing it uh, not because they want me to violate my uh, religious standards, but because lahanos asman's for their own benefit. So, says Balamar to, uh, that, uh, to, to uh, enable or assist someone else in the performance of Avedazara is not tantamount to Avedazara. That's not the same as worshiping Avedazara. That's a separate Easter in the Torah of Lufna'iva Loicite Mirshel. So, Ramban seems to be of the opinion that he understood that the Lufna'iva Loicite Mirshel, the one is not allowed to enable or facilitate someone else in the performance of an avera is itself a separate prohibition in the Torah. That you're not allowed to enable or facilitate the performance uh, of any avera. However, the Balamor understood that if Na'iva L'sithei doesn't make this distinction, if Neiva Mechshol of Avaydazara is tantamount to Avaydazara. So, if I can violate if Neiva L'sithei Mechshol of to give them Kelim, which will enable them to worship their Avaydazara, if it's Lahanoa Asman for their own benefit, not to make me violate my religious standards, then I can violate Avaydazara in that same situation because if Neiva is tantamount to Avaydazara. And uh, Rabbi Hanah Wasserman explains that the Balamar seems to have understood that Fne-Iver is not a separate in the Torah ter- that I'm not allowed to enable or assist anybody in the performance of an Avera, but rather uh, it's part and parcel of every Avera itself. Every Avera itself or prohibition in the Torah requires not only that I not violate it myself, but that I not enable or facilitate others to violate that Easter in the Torah. So, Aved Zara itself mandates, requires not only that I not worship Aved Zara, but that I not enable or assist someone else in the performance of Aved Zara. So you're really uh, prohibited from enabling and assisting them, not necessarily because if Naiva, La'isitei is <laughs> a separate, independent uh, Easter in the Torah, but because that informs us that every Eastern in the Torah requires me not only not to do it myself, but not to enable or facilitate others to do that Aved and Makhon continues that it seems to be that this is the uh, perspective of the Ramam as well. The Ramam writes at the beginning of the Sefer Mitzvahs in his uh, rules, in the Sharashim and Shai Tes that he's not going to count any mitzvah in the Minyanah mitzvahs if, it's not, um, if it applies in various different settings. Because then it's hard to pin down. So one of the um, Isurim that he mentions, one of the mitzvahs is, Adam, like, also in this coming week's parashah you shouldn't eat uh, blood, because that's also been interpreted in many different ways by Chazal. has to do with eating before diving, and many different uh, halachas are derived from that Pusach. So the Rambam says that it applies to so many different areas, he's not going to count it in the Minyan Mitzvahs. And then he gives another example, <laughs> He's also not going to count. It includes so many different things. How does it include so many different things? It tells us you're not allowed to enable, or facilitate, somebody's performance of an avera. So Bauchanan, uh claims must be that the Rambam understood this is not a general Easter, independent Easter in the Torah that you're not allowed to facilitate or uh, enable the performance of an avera, but rather it uh, teaches us or, or that um, every Easter in the Torah requires independently that we shouldn't not only violate ourselves. But enable and assist others in the performance of that avera. So it teaches us something about each one of the mitzvahs in the Torah, the prohibitions in the Torah, and therefore it applies in so many different settings that the Ramam is not going to count it in the Minyan mitzvahs. Is an isser that
1: has no onesh?
0: There's, there's no malchus either. Is there is an isser that has no onesh? It would have an onesh, but it would what be, it? maybe it would be the onesh of Avedesara. So if you enabled... Or facilitated some of the forms of Avedazara, you, you, maybe, maybe, according to this, uh, you know, line of reasoning, it would be Yaharifa Yavor. That's what the, that's how the Balamar understood It's the same, you know, severity. According to the Ramban, the Ramban seems to distinguish between the two, that with Neivo Site shows a separate Easter in the tyro like any love. And therefore, uh, you know, it, it tells us you're not allowed to facilitate or enable the performance of an Avera. And it does not take on the characteristics or the gravity of the Avera that you're facilitating uh, or enabling. Even if with Ivala Sitei though, is not uh, in its own independent um, uh, Easter in the Torah, it rather teaches us that every prohibition requires that we not violate it ourselves. Uh, not only that we not violate it ourselves, but we not facilitate or enable Others to violate these in the Torah. There is part of if naively le sita that is clearly an independent uh, concept, and that is it's mentioned over here by the Rambam the Sefer or that one is not allowed um, to give a bad advice to somebody else. And the Rambam even claims that that's what the, you know as close to the literal interpretation of the pasuk. That you're is supposed to give somebody um, bad advice. And that bad advice might include violating Yisrael in the Torah, but one is this is a more general principle, that one is not allowed to give uh, someone else um, bad advice. The Sefer Achinoch also writes, uh, Over here, Mitzvah, reish Shlam, and bays, Over here, Oizdag, L'Fna'iva, L'Hositeh, Misho, Shalom, Lahash, V'nei Yisrael, L'Haseh, L'Hem, Etzerah. Shouldn't give bad advice. And that's clearly an independent principle. The problem is the Sefer Achinoch limits this to Jews. You're not allowed to give V'nei Yisrael Etzerah. So the problem is, the Gemara told us at the beginning, uh, over here, Oissa Aleph, Gemara Mosef, Psochim, that Rabbi Nassim, you're not allowed to give a cup of wine to a Nazir, who's prohibited from drinking wine, or Eber Menachai, you're not allowed to give them Eber Menachai to a Ben Noyach. Why? So clearly, the Eber Menachai applies, to B'nai Noach, why then does the Sefer Achino say that one is not allowed to give, uh, you know, Lifnaiver includes not giving uh, someone else bad advice, that that's limited to Jews? Maybe what's the difference
1: between Lafshem Meis and Lafshem
0: Hmm. Lufnai,
1: uh, a bad advice, Lafshem Meis, maybe that. Why would
0: that you make such a distinction? Uh, yeah. No, but one
1: should have been a Menach,
0: one should have been a Mitzvah, even a Menachai. Not Lufnaiver. Hey,
1: Correct. you're giving them bad eight so to be violating one of the Shizuana. Okay. You know,
0: but, right. but does Livna apply to non-Jews as well? So
1: so about, can uh, I maybe
0: facilitate maybe and enable a non-Jew in the performance point of an Avira? Make
1: maybe mom, man, yeah. off, but, not, but not a question of by the stock. You
0: know, why not? not? Once the so ezer applies to them, why should we distinguish?
1: Because then it becomes part the of 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 So
0: it's my ETER?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Correct. When, when you just giving their devices, no Iser. Correct. So that's what Rabbi claims over here, in the K'v'eshiurim over here, Isha I gave it to you. Rabbi claims it's because of Ifnei Isurim, when I am Machshel someone else in the performance of an Iser, so that's not, that's... I... T, you know, my Shmira's uh, Hamitsis requires not only that I not perform the uh, Isurim myself, that I not uh, facilitate or enable the performance of those isurim. So therefore, if I uh, if I enable facilitate the nachri to eat even that's as if I performed it myself. So that's why it's prohibited to uh, to facilitate or enable, even when it comes to uh, B'nai noach. However, the part of if naiva le that has to do with giving bad advice, Khan claims, is no different than any other uh, mitzvah in the Torah that's bein adam which are generally speaking limited. Uh, to Jews, they don't extend uh, to non Jews, like uh, speaking Lashon Hara, or doing Chesed, and Sedaka. Those, generally speaking, do not apply, uh, do not extend to non Jews. So, therefore, the Lufnei the, the Evil, is of giving bad advice, also would not extend uh, to non Jews. And the reason why I'm not allowed to be Ma'ashalim to, um, to enable, facilitate his performance of an Avera is because that's perhaps tantamount as if I'm performing that very Avera um, myself.
1: So then why were they allowed in Gemara Sanhedrin to sell them the voters
0: their lives were in danger. If they didn't do it, they were going to be killed. No, but
1: that's not that's not the that so They should have said that. Rabbi said this was because.
0: The they're, they're talking about like uh, Esther, whose life was in danger. I said, must be if it's Lanas Osman and our lives are in danger, See, it's allowed. How that. do you know? Because you can give them the Kalim the of Avedazar when our lives are in danger. If their lives aren't in danger, clearly not. Yeah, of course, their lives. Are, that's the whole context of the Gemara over there. This uh, distinction, though, perhaps, that even if uh, Lifnei Iver of Isurim, uh, you know, not to facilitate or enable uh, other people in the performance of their uh, Isurim, extends to non Jews, um, the Lifnei Iver of Etzera, of giving bad advice, does not extend to non Jews. That's no different than any other uh in the Torah that would be Be'n Adam Lechaviroi. So that's, uh, perhaps, could help us understand the comment of the Rosh. The Rosh writes over here, Oizvav. Commenting in the Gemara, which tells us that only applies if it's, uh, there's a direct relationship, a direct correlation between my uh, assistance and the performance of the Avera. But if, let's say, I'm uh, a wholesaler, I'm selling Isurim, and I sell it to a retailer, and the retailer then is going to sell it to the consumer, who will then violate the Avera. So it's two steps removed. Not Lifne Iver, Loisite Misho, but Lifne the Lifne, the Gemara called it. It's one step removed. So then the Gemara says, Lifnei Iver doesn't apply in that setting. That the wholesaler can sell to the retailer, the retailer would uh, be prohibited from selling it to the consumer. But not, there's no Easter in the wholesaler. Nonetheless, the Rush writes, There's a prohibition if there's a direct correlation. That's not included, it's too far removed. So the Rush writes, that's only if the consumer will be a non-Jew. But by a Jew, it would even apply lifnei to lifnei So I mean, Chaschino. on the rush. Why should it apply lifnei to lifnei if lifnei even Loisite Mishlo is limited to a uh, you know direct correlation that one will lead to directly to the other. Um, so then why, if the the consumer, or the, the violating party is going to be a Jew, should we extend it even to lifnei to lifnei so, in the yeshivas, they explain that it's because the Rush is making a similar distinction uh, that we made before. Yes, the lift of Ibrah of facilitating and enabling someone else in performance of an Eser, only uh, applies, whether it's a Jew or a non Jew, if it's a direct correlation. You know, one is going to lead directly to the other, then perhaps you could call it as if I'm violating the Eser. However, uh, when it, by, if the consumer is a Jew, so then I have another uh, consideration. And that is, am I giving him an raw? Am I facilitating an raw? So in the end of the day, if I know the consumer is going to be a Jew, so even though the Lifne iver of isura might not apply, uh, but the Lifne iver of uh, giving an eterah, bad advice, might continue to apply. So if I know the consumer, in the end of the day, is going to be a Jew, so then I have that other consideration contend with, and that might apply or might not be limited uh, to Lifnei. You know, if there's a direct correlation, it might even apply, even if it's Lifnei to Lifnei, even if there's a... There's a you know a more uh, tenuous connection. Is
1: there a presumption that the consumer is going to give it to a non-Jew or to somebody to do about? It? If
0: I know if you know the retailer if sells in a Jewish neighborhood, I, I, I could assume that the consumer might be Jewish. Then I have to uh, you know worry about that. There might be other differences between these two parts of lifneiver. Again, one is facilitating enabling the forms of anisa, which we interpret in one of two ways. Um, and that applies to Jews, and to non-Jews, and the Lutha Eva of Etzerah, which is no different than any other mitzvah bin that's limited uh, to Jews. One uh, important difference um, might be, is that um, the, what if the party who's uh, violating the Eser knows that this is bad advice? He knows he shouldn't be doing this. So in that situation, am I allowed to continue to, to advise him? So Rabbi Chaimoyzer writes in the uh, Ahi if he knows it's bad advice, how can the Lufnei Evil, Leisitei Mishra, giving bad advice, apply? He knows himself that it's bad advice. But he's asking me for guidance. So, but he knows it's bad advice at the same time, but I'm not facilitating or enabling him. He's just coming to me for advice. So then uh, Rabbi Chaimoyzer claims if he knows that it's wrong. Uh, as well, uh, so then uh, he doesn't think that the Lifnei of Eitzharah should apply, which will be uh, relevant for some of the discussions we'll have in a minute. And uh, the other suggestion of Chaim has perhaps a distinction between these two parts of Lifnei Le Leisitei is what if I'm uh, facilitating or enabling an Yisadur Rabbanon? Am I in violation of Lifnei uh, on a biblical level, do I so? Or am I only in violation of Lifnei also on so Pchaim claims that uh, there will be a distinction between these two parts of Lifnei Ivar Leisitei If Lifnei Naiva Leisitei were only concerned with Lifnei Ivar Leisitei facilitating or enabling performance of an Avera, and that's perhaps considered as if I perform the Avera myself, so then if the Avera itself is only the abundant, how can my Lifnei Ivar be more uh, severe? Be, uh, be a Dei Reis if the Easter itself is only the rabbanan. However, uh, from the perspective of the Lifnei L- Iver, of giving bad advice, so then even if the Easter uh, that we're dealing with is only Yisr in the rabbanan, but I advise them how to do it, that could be in violation of uh, giving bad advice, even on a level of, uh, of Dei Reisim. So, but this, uh, you know, just taking a step back, again, there's two parts of the Easter of Lifnei Iver Leisitei One is he's not allowed to facilitate or enable the performance of any uh, Avera. It applies to Jews and to non-Jews. We have two ways of interpreting that. Either it's a separate issue in the Torah not to facilitate the enable the performance of any avera, or because it takes on the characteristics, the um, identity of the avera itself. It's as if I'm performing the avera because i facilitated and enabled this performance. And there's another part of Lifnei Iva Le Cite Mishal that is uh, giving bad advice. However, the Gemara provides one uh, important limitation on uh, the whole prohibition of Lifnei iva Le Cite And that's the Gemara over here, Oizayin. The Gemara tells us Maseches of a Dazar and Avav and Mabez. Again, the same Gemara Minayin Shlo Yoshe Dadam Kos you're not allowed to hand a cup of wine to a Nazir, or even in a Chai to a Bnei Noach. However, the Gemara says Ha'Chabemayas kinon, the Kai Betray Iber Dinahara. We're on two sides of the river, meaning he couldn't perform the Issa without me. Take anami the Katani Goy You shouldn't uh, hand him, or you know sounds like you're, you're, you're passing him something that's far away. It doesn't say don't give it to him. It says don't pass it to him. Pass it to him implies that he's somewhere else and he couldn't reach it himself. Well, it means that he asked me, can you pass the wine? And we're sitting at the same table, but he could have reached it himself. So then that, that would have implied that he could have done it himself. But nonetheless, I would have been prohibited from doing it. But that's not what the bride says. The bride says, I can't uh, hand it to him, which implies that it's something that he couldn't reach himself. So the iser vufnei only applies if it's betray Iber de Nahar, we're on two sides of the river, and he couldn't have gotten the wine himself without my assistance. However, if we're b'chad Nahara, we're on the same side of the river, and he could have uh, done the Easter without me, so that if Neiva at least on a biblical level, would not apply. However, I'm sorry, and Tysus writes, that this is in fact permitted. Let's say, uh, over here on the second line, Taisus writes, if I use, uh, second line of Tolisus, third line of Isaiah, and Tolisus writes, in the line section of Yisrael, Shomar, If you know he's going to eat it, if I don't know if he's going to eat it, I can give it to him. Why would I assume he's going to eat it? But if I know he's going to eat it, you're not allowed to give it to him. That's only if he can't reach it himself. If I won't give it to him. The whole ease of facilitating or enabling the performance of an Aveira is only if the other party couldn't have done it uh, himself. Could have done it himself. It's permitted. That's what Tehoshis writes, himself. However, the Rahn there, and this is how Tesis writes himself to shav Gimel, Davgimo uh, disagrees. He says U'mi we hear in the, the fourth line of Isaiah the you won't violate the evil isitay the on level it's still I have to make sure that my friend doesn't violate any Yisurim. As the Ritva writes over there as well, the Ritva says look there's a concept called Yisrael areivim ze Gemara has numerous places that there where there's a you know, mutual responsibility that exists amongst Jews. I have a mitzvah to give my friend Musar, as I mentioned this coming week's Pasha, to to encourage him to uh, to to stop the performance of Averis and to embrace the performance of mitzvahs. So how can I uh, you know assist him in any way in the performance of an Averis? So the Ran and the Ritzvah have the opinion that one is not allowed to assist somebody else in the performance of any avera, even if it's Bechad Iberdinar, even if he could have done it himself. The, the Easter and him are on the same side of the river. I should not assist him in the performance of any avera, even though it won't be if Iber. That's only if I facilitated it, I enabled it. But uh, even if he could have done it himself... If I assist him in the performance of an Avera, that's also prohibited. Why? Because it's mutual responsibility. Call yourself and right? I have a
1: mitzvah. Why it called
0: That's a concept, but the Yisrael to assist him is only that's the rabbanon That's To help him is only the He's gonna get it. You're right. But he answered the wrong claims. How could it be permitted? It can't be that it's mutter. Tyson of Avedazar says it's mutter. So the Ramah actually quotes two opinions about this over here. Some, that which you're not allowed to sell people, uh, that they're going to use for Avedazar. It's only if they can't do it without you. He couldn't have bought it somewhere else. He could have boarded somewhere else. You can sell it to them. That's taisis and avaydazara. The There's no prohibition in assisting someone else performing the avera. They could have done it without you. That's
1: talking about a, a, a guy,
0: not a Jew. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, but yeshma. I think it means a Jew also. I don't know. I think it means a Jew also. He's quoting taisis and avaydazara. Yeshmach mirim. V'nagul lahakak the Rama says the minig is to be mako. There's no problem in assisting somebody in the performance of an avera. But then the Ramo adds that of course we should be machmir. Okay, the minig is to be makeable, but we should be machmir. So that's uh, what the conclusion of Rama seems to be, like the Ran and like the Ritzvah. The one is not allowed to assist somebody else. In the performance of an Avera, albeit, even though it won't be Lufnei or Sithi Mishra Midarai, so you shouldn't do it midarabon. the The Shach is not happy about the fact that the Ramah made this into a him. so the Shach tries to be the, you know, Shalom over here. And he claims that, in fact, there's no two opinions here in the Ramah. He says, we're not for the Ramah. In fact, you know, the Ramah understood that this was a Machlaik between Taisus and Iran. He says, I would have said that everyone agrees. But they're talking about two separate cases. Taisus is talking about, as Taisus says, a Jew who asks you to pass him an Esar, which he plans on eating. So it says the Shachid, we're talking, there we're talking about a Yisrael Mumar. A Jew who's, uh, you know, knowingly, uh, and, uh, you know, rampantly violating the Yisrael in the Torah, habitually violates the Yisrael in the Torah. He's a Mumar, perhaps, with regards to certain halachas, as Dino Ka'akum. So then I can assist him in the performance of an Avera, because he's a Mumar. However, the Ryan, the Ritzvah, are talking about, uh, you know, an upstanding Jew, perhaps in a moment of weakness. So then I shouldn't assist him in the, or maybe he's not he doesn't even know about it, then I shouldn't assist him in the performance of an Aveira, even though he could have done it without me, I shouldn't participate in the performance of the Avera in any way. So the shach distinguishes between a mumar, where there's no iser to participate uh, in the performance of the Avera, even though he could have done it without me, he's normally prohibited, but if he's a mumar, then perhaps uh, it can be allowed. The dogma, vava, the, in his comments on the Shulchan Aruch, is not happy about the, uh, this uh, suggestion of the shach, because he says, look, we have a concept of the son Hedrin, Yisrael Shechata, Afofi Shechata Yisrael, who a Jew even after he performs an Avera, still retains his Kedushas Yisrael. He can marry a Jew, of course, and... Uh, it could be we can marry them, and so many of are treated the same as a Jew. So then why should uh, one not be prohibited from um, assisting him in the performance of an avera? Ko Yisrael that should continue to apply. So the Avnei Nezer explains in a tshuva that the opinion of the shach is that Kol uh, Yisrael, even though this person, yes, Yisrael shachata Fabi bishachata Yisrael, who he retains his kedushas Yisrael, the Shach argues that Kol Yisrael areavim ze does not apply. That's only in uh, those members of Kol Yisrael that are interested in keeping the Torah and the mitzvahs. Then we have a mutual responsibility. If this person is generally not interested in keeping the Torah and the mitzvahs and the whole enterprise, so then he's opted out of Kol Yisrael areavim ze uh, he doesn't care about the fact that we're going to suffer because of the result of him. And therefore, uh, the, that uh, whole system of mutual responsibility doesn't apply. And therefore, I'd be permitted to uh, mm-hmm. aid him or, you know, to, uh, to assist him in the performance uh, of his, uh, of, of an Avera. That, the dogma of Abba, yeah. Is that
1: situational in that, for example, I, this is, is yeah. the Shafi used to invite...
0: Yeah, we'll get to in one second. One second, three yes, three years, yes. And
1: uh, not only just to your table, we've you made case for him, is a Rebbe there.
0: Oh, would we say it there? You can't make yeah, it for him. It. You the, yeah, but that's not going to be the reason why the yeah, Shabbos invitations. Like, but yeah, okay. Yeah, would we take it that way? On yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We take it that far. The Daggam Ravava makes a similar distinction. Not happy with the fact that the Rama made this into a machlo. I guess, but he distinguishes someone differently. He says that perhaps it's a distinction between a person who's violating and he's the Torah willfully or knowingly versus someone who's doing so um, without uh, f- full awareness of the fact that this is prohibited. He says, be on the last line of Oisches. Yisrael, Yisrael, the right to of labor, b'meizet." If he's not a at that point, I'm not obligated to, uh, you know, to make sure that he doesn't perform the Avera, because you have to give your friend Musser, that he should stop the performance of Avera. to so only uh, address the people who are interested in listening to us. If he's not going to accept our Musser, then the person is, uh, is a, should restrain himself from providing the Musser not interested in hearing it, it's not going to work. The B'Alochah writes over here, he tests that a person who's not interested in listening to us, about, there's no mitzvah to give him toichacha, he's not going to listen to us, in fact, you shouldn't give him toychacha. So, so too, argues the if we're dealing with someone who's violating in the Easter and the Torah, knowingly, he's not interested in us giving him toichacha, and that was the whole source uh, for the uh, for the Issa of assisting him in the performance of an avera is that how could I assist him? I should be giving him teuchacha to, to stop, but if he's not interested in listening to me. He's doing it b'meizid. Then there's no Issa, uh, perhaps to 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 assist him in the quiet, performance of the avera. The avera.
1: <coughs> <coughs>
0: this is only mechadev if, if he could if he could he could have done, anyway. done it anyway. So this is used as uh, the, either the Daggum or the Shach. They're very similar. You know, there's overlap. According to the Shach, uh, one is permitted to assist uh, a mumah in performance of an aver, according to the Dago Anybody who's doing it, be it. Oftentimes, there's overlap between those two categories. Um, so that's uh, why many police are of the opinion that if a person, let's say, is a lawyer, and he's uh, approached by a Jewish person who's not religious, to, uh, uh, to defend him uh, in a civil suit against another Jew. It's typically, that would have to go to a Bazdin And they're going to go to the secular court. Write a contract with Rebus. Okay. okay, another situation. So the um, is a lawyer allowed a Jewish lawyer from lawyer allowed to do that. He's assisting the non religious person who's also Jewish in the performance of an average, of going to our course. El with name, with name will go You're not supposed to go to the second course, but it goes to the Bayesdin. So many uh, parts will have the opinion, yeah, but this guy knows he's supposed to go to a Bezdin. You could tell him, you know, I would like to defend you in Bezdin. He says, I'm not interested in Bezdin, Rabbi. That's not for me. We're going to the secular court. So then he's doing it by Bezdin, and he might be a Mu'mar in general. He's not, the, you know, not the part of the general enterprise of keeping Torah and so then, perhaps to be in that situation, no, sir, in assisting him in the pro, uh, you know, in the performance of uh, defending him in court, assisting him in the performance of the avera, or a similar situation. Anybody who's in any service industry, this has become, you know, obviously current events, not recently, but in, you know, somewhat recently. A person is in any service industry and he's asked to um, assist someone else who's leading a lifestyle, let's say, that's not necessarily approved. You know, I didn't have the, the approval of the Torah and the Mitzvahs. And he asked me to assist him in doing, you know, uh, leaving his lifestyle in a way that he doesn't need my assistance. He's going to go on leaving the lifestyle with or without me. And he knows that perhaps I uh, disapprove of it. And he's not part of the general community of Torah and Mitzvahs to begin with. So then he's a Mumar, and he's doing a Pemezid, then perhaps the Easter of Messeyeli, the Yover Avera again, uh, would not apply because he's doing so willingly. He's not interested in hearing my Tuchach, and he's opted out of the system of Ko Yisrael, Re'vim, Some Pais can draw a difference.
1: But, but if from Jew says, I don't want to go to and I do trust Bezdin. He's not you a Mumar. He can't represent then.
0: Yes, well, he's doing it Pemezid. So you'd have the of Havava. He wouldn't have the Shach. You wouldn't have the Shach. Oh, okay. you have the shach. Yeah, that's worse. That's worse. Or if he's a Mu'mar, would have been better. It would have been better if he's not. <laughs> <their instance. laughs> uh, so some Paisim distinguish somewhat differently. Again, in order to resolve that perhaps there's no makhleks or bishayim here, uh, that uh, one would always uh, be, a, you know, there's always a prohibition to assist others in the performance uh, of an avera Under certain circumstances, but perhaps not in, under others, some places distinguish between if you assist him at the time of the performance of the Aveira or if I provide the assistance beforehand. And then he performs an Avera later. Because the Gemara tells us in Mesetlis Gitin, over here at that um, one is allowed to provide uh, someone who's chashid ala shviyas, to mishandle produce of shviyas, I'm allowed to provide them with cooking utensils. A of a kivra, a sieve, or a mill, or an oven, even though I know that they mishandle shviyas produce, let's say they store it improperly, uh, I'm allowed to provide them with uh, cooking utensils. Avalotav, but you shouldn't pick out the wheat, or certainly cook with them. I can provide them with cooking utensils, but not to cook with them. Says the Mishnah, the Misaklis Gidin Mach in Yaday You're not allowed to uh, assist people who are performing an avera. So Rashi there writes so, the Sayaia Mipnei Sha'asas Sayaia Bi'Atayim Yaday You're Not allowed to assist anybody in the performance of an avera. Avera at the time of the performance of the Avera. So to give them cooking utensils beforehand, sounds like that's okay. But to assist them at the time of the performance of the Avera, perhaps that's what's prohibited. And perhaps that was a distinction between the two opinions in the Ramah, those who felt it was permitted are discussing a situation where it was beforehand. Those who uh, claim that it's prohibited are discussing a situation where you're assisting them at the time of the performance of the Avera. So the Ksav Sefer, the Nitzv, makes such a distinction. That's why the Nitzv <laughs> writes <laughs> in the and the Meishiv Davar, that uh, he feels it's permitted for one to be Masada kiddushin for a couple that you're afraid will not keep taras Okay, mishpocha. You're assisting them in the performance of an Avera. So the truth of the matter is, you're probably not. If they're not interested in keeping taras and mishpocha, they're probably not keeping tiresome and with or without the marriage. You know, that's going on either way. But at least in the times of the nitziv, they needed the marriage in order to do this. But uh, the nitziv claims that it's permitted because you might be assisting them in the performance of the Avera, but it happens uh, beforehand. You're marrying them. The performance of the Avera is going to be later, afterwards. And um, therefore, perhaps, uh, the, Easter, the avera, avera would not apply. The whole iser perhaps only exists if I'm uh, assisting him at the time of the performance of the Avera. That's
1: because it's Lifnei Lifnei, so it's
0: only in our I don't think it's because it's Lifnei Lifnei, because here he could have done it with or without me. So Lifnei Ivela Sitte wouldn't apply. It would only be the ass- assisting some of the performance of an Avera. So one could argue that the assisting some of the performance of an Avera is only at the time that the Avera is being performed. If I provide assistance, you know, beforehand, and the avera performed later, I'm not really assisting in the performance of the avera. I'm providing, you know, I might be aiding and abetting, but I'm not assisting in the so performance. Advice always performing. So, so it's it's eterah, So I should inform them, you know, my dear, you know, a couple. We would like you to keep tarsim shvacha. And then, if he's amazed, if he's not doing it, they knowing we doing it. The second is giving by always, always the are, uh, we're correct. There's two things here going on, right? There's the lift, the and that really has two parts, enabling and facilitating and providing bad advice. But let's say um, the enabling and facilitating only applies if he needs my assistance. If he could do it without me, it doesn't apply. But even in the enabling and assisting, uh, you know, that part of it, um, even if he doesn't need, you know, I'm not facilitating it, but uh, if I'm assisting him in the performance of the yiver, that's prohibited to do it. But, uh, so others argue, except them, except them argue that's only if I'm in- assisting him at the time of the performance of the other If it's beforehand, they're not. So you're suggesting, but, yeah, but besides all of this, you always have to consider the etzerah component. But if he knows that this is wrong, Sir Chaimoyezah said, then, I'm not, you can't blame me. He knows that it's a bad idea uh, to not engage in tire and mishra. And I'm not providing me the advice, by the way, don't do Torah I'm marrying the couple. That's there's no advice, you know, inherent in that. And I would probably advise them to engage with Haaretz Mishrachah, and if they're not engaged with and Mishrachah, they're doing that uh, knowingly, that it's uh, it's probably wrong. But if you're
1: following this uh, mahalif, that, yeah. that it has to only be
0: bisman... Right. It's, uh, it's no, that's stupid. not overarching. That's limited to Mishrachah, where they could have done it without me, uh, but I'm still assisting in the performance. I'm not enabling or facilitating, I'm assisting. That's limited. That part of the equation is limited to the time of the performance of the havara. Yeah. By that logic, you
1: should be okay in doing a second marriage for a
0: gay couple, right? I, you know, I speak in vague terms. Of purpose. <laughs> no, I, I'm
1: just. Saying. On purpose. It's not I'm because. taking to the conclusion. I'm not.
0: Gonna... It's obviously, a lot of other considerations.
1: Right. But there's no act. You're not doing. anything... We could discuss
0: it based on the rules that we outlined. I'm just yeah. saying. Right. <laughs> I have to stay away from those kind of things. Thank you. Yeah. One final consideration, though, that really runs throughout all of this, um, and it's a limitation on all of Lufna Iver, Loisite and really comes up in my, many of the contexts that are discussed in terms of contemporary uh, issues of Lufna Iver and dealing with uh, non-observant Jews, is the Mishnah Mishach LeShviyas. The Mishnah tells us over here that if uh, one is a, uh, you know, sells farm equipment, so, Shayna Umen you're certain uh, kinds of equipment you're not allowed to sell during the Shnasa You're not allowed to sell a plow, or anything that goes together with a plow, a yoke and an animal, and other types of farm equipment. Aval Mokherhu, he can sell Magel Yad, a hand sickle, other farm equipment he can sell. But then the Mishnah tells him to sell the rule. Zachlau, Vera Oser. Any type of equipment that can't be used. For any kind of permitted activity during the Shnas it's only going to be used. It's, there's no other use for this item other than prohibited activity during the Shnas is also to sell. Anything that could be used, the Asif there, it has a permitted activity. I guess you could use some of this farm equipment in the house for permitted activities. not necessarily to work the land during the Shnas Then you're allowed to sell it. So the Ritva derives from this mission of Masech is that the only time there's an Yisr, if they even is if, uh, even when, you know, the person couldn't have done it without me. Certainly, if they could have done it without me, and we're dealing only with Messiah, with the of the Rabbanon, that's only if I provided them with something that's what we would call a Chepz of something that is, uh, you know, likely or, or you know, inevitably will be used for an Yisr. There's no permitted way to use this item. Um, but if it's an item which is innocuous, it could have been used for a head there just as likely as for an Yisr, um Inherently innocuous, so even if the person decides to use it for an avera, that lifnei uh, iver lo isite say, sayeh the avera wouldn't kick in. There Ritzva writes over here. Once I go, just read inside. The Ritzva writes over here. I see a the mehachash aminun the kol she ain anunosin lo ha iser I'm not giving him the iser. Hatav a sofik em yikach Maybe he'll use it for an iser enough. not. Ain bol a few iver afi lo gab there's no lift naïve unless he so in that setting, yeah? Uh, I was just going to say, in the, in the
1: case of the farm equipment or whatever, you can't to them during the, the year of Shemitah, but what if there's a Hefzod kiss? The guy has a sale going on. I'm not going to use it for a year, but I want to purchase it now because I'm getting a good deal on it, and I'll use it then. So why should
0: that be a kiss? Oh, Maybe that would figure in. But if the assumption is that there's nothing else you're going to do with this except work during the... Sh- I mean... If that's, you're already creating another circumstance where maybe now it's lehetor or ule iser, It might not be based only on the type of equipment, but there are other circumstances too. Might play into it. Yeah. This distinction perhaps is made by the Shulchan Aruch uh, himself. The Shulchan Aruch writes over here in some Mefesif Beis, that one should not give food to somebody who he suspects will not make a bracha. And there are more writes, Yishma Kielin, Imnosim, La'ani Beteret Saka. Give him a saka, perhaps it can be allowed. So the Ramah seems to be meiko, if you're giving food to an Ani, even though you're afraid he might not make a bracha if it's B'teret Staka. However, the Ramah writes earlier, six simonim earlier, over here, Ois Tezvav, you're not allowed to give food to somebody who um, did not, want, you know, bread, to somebody who didn't wash the tilz yadaim. Mishum What's the difference between giving bread to somebody who didn't wash the tilz yadaim and giving him food where you're afraid he might not make a bracha? So the uh, Muget Avram quotes over here on the second line, Perhaps because uh, bread, before you've washed, is like a surah. In it itself is prohibited. When you wash the tiles that makes it permitted. But until you do so, there's no permitted way of handling it, uh, unless you're going to do the tiles yadayim. So bread itself is prohibited. Food inherently it's permitted. So even if we're afraid that the guy will make a bracha, I gave him food, he decided to do an issue with it. That's uh, not my chedvin, that's his problem. That's uh, perhaps the distinction that the Beis Yais and the Bach uh, are making, perhaps along the same lines uh, as the ritva. The Maggad Avram there disagrees. By the way, that's uh, common practice. Perhaps the reason for the common practice quoted by the and Etchuvah is that an name doesn't fulfill mitzvahs. However, um, the epistle of passes. should wash the tilas yadaim without a bracha. Why? Perhaps because bread, before you wash the tilas yadaim, is different uh, than food without making a bracha. Food without making a bracha is a misa to make a bracha. But if the bread you haven't washed the tilas yadaim, that might be a chefzodi surah. That might be even more severe. However, the Mughan Avram there disagrees. The Mughan Avram says, no, if you know he's not going to make a bracha, near over there back in Ois dim yodei b'vadeh shlo yevarech oser. Perhaps the of rum understood food without making a bracha is also a chetze surah. A person not allowed to benefit from this world until he makes a bracha. So perhaps the of rum not disagrees in, uh, in concept, you know, theory, but disagrees in practice in terms of should we treat food uh, without making a bracha as a chetze di surah or not. And the of rum claims, if you know the guy's not going to make a bracha, then it's a chetze di surah. I'm giving him something that he has no other way of him handling it other than doing a, an isa with it. But this is an important limitation. On the Neiva Le'asitei Mishra, it only applies by giving somebody something which uh, is inherently prohibited. If I'm giving something, or, you know, that that's the, the main function of the item. If it's inherently innocuous and they decide to do an isa with it, if Neiva Le'asitei Mishra wouldn't apply. So, for example, a says, one is allowed to sell pots and pans to people who are not observant. Oh, they might cook pasta they will not... Probably for sure, cook basa b'chol, machol serious. I'm selling pots and hands. and the guy takes it and he does not eisu with it. That's not my chesed. Or Ramiya says, if I have a wedding hall, and a guy's going to arrange a marriage, that's not You know, not kadasu kedin. I'm doing a wedding hall, so that's uh, what the person decides to do with the wedding hall is not necessarily um, it's not necessarily uh, my chesed. I believe that that's uh, behind also the discussion in the price game, contemporary price game with regards to inviting people for Shabbos uh, where you know that they're going to drive to you. They're not going to come and stay over. They're going to come and, uh, and drive. So Amosha was asked about this in the 1950s, which again was a very different time. But Amosha was asked about this in the 1950s, and he said it's prohibited. But Amosha said it's uh, even though, look, the guy could drive on Shabbos with or without you. He doesn't need you to drive on Shabbos. So uh, it's not listening, even though you're participating or perhaps assisting him in the performance of the Avera by giving him an invitation, the guy's a mumar. He's not uh, keeping Torah mitzvahs and he's probably doing so willingly and knowingly. And even my invitation is assistance that's well before the actual performance of the Avera. So one can make a good argument uh, that is permitted. Ramesha says it's prohibited because um, you're not only... Are you uh, facilitating or enabling? You know that's, that's one discussion, or assisting in the performance of the avera. There's something that's entirely worse, and that's encouraging him to do an avera. I'm encouraging him by giving him an invitation to come on Shabbos, I know he's going to drop. I'm encouraging him to do an avera. So Moshe likens that to the prohibition, the parshat Tereh uh, parshas uh, that a person is not allowed to be a mesis umediyah. If someone will encourage someone else to worship avodah zarah, that itself he incurs the penalty of death. So, Moshe claims uh, not only is limited to encouraging people to perform a perhaps even applies, uh, to, uh, to encouraging them to violate Shabbos. Yeah, this is, a, a, a great extension, but that was Moshe's argument. Rosh Salman though, in a letter to Yeshivas Orsameach, uh, argued that, uh, no, that if you provide the person with lodgings for Shabbos, then I could extend them, uh, the invitation. Uh, to come for Shabbos, even though I know they're going to drive, how could I do it? Even though I know they're going to drive, so we could maybe engage in the arguments. Well, he could have violated Shabbos without me. He's a mu'mar. He's doing it b'mezid. It's beforehand. But I believe that what Shmuz Haman is driving at is that when I give him the opportunity to stay over for Shabbos, I made my invitation innocuous. It's a chafsd the hatera. What he decides to do with that invitation now is uh, is, uh, is his uh, is his cheshbon. And particularly when I have in mind uh, to be Makai of the person. So I have a bigger picture here of Lifnei Iver, Misho, and that is that I want to encourage a person ultimately to embrace the life of Torah and Mitzvahs. That's really my overarching concern. So when that's my overarching concern, and that's who Rosh Zaman was writing to, was Yishif, so presumably that was their overarching concern, then uh, if I don't extend him the invitation, I might be over in a worse kind of Lifnei I'm not trying to be Makar of him. So, so therefore, when you have all those kinds of considerations, uh, the, the meaning is to be makele to extend these kinds of invitations, as long as you sincerely provide them with lodgings for for Shabbos. The invitation is innocuous, and especially when my overarching concern is to be of them, uh, then that's that's uh, that's uh, that that's could be something that's uh, that's uh, an overarching concern. What
1: about the svar of He's allowed. I'm not
0: allowed. I'm extending the there yiver here.
1: No, but you allowed to be Michal Shabbos to be in order in time the future if I'm trying to make the person from I'm to be being Michal Shabbos. Uh,
0: there is such a, a svara, but that would be, he could be Michal Shabbos in order that he should be able to keep Shabbos as harbing. I'm giving, I'm extending an invitation. Now I'm over on lifna yiver, so I'm Michal Shabbos now. By you also be Michal Shabbos for someone else. Yes, th- th- this case might be might be, might be different. Okay, sure. I think you're right.